Bush and Ritchie here with a Hometime Show podcast for you. I'm just going to give full disclosure right at the very beginning of this, and this is not just for people listening, this is for Richie as well. I am currently just in underpants. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, honestly, I kid you not, this room is so hot. We've got one fan in the entire house. I've had to give it, give it to the girls because they're roasting not downstairs in the lounge. So this entire show, and now as I speak to you, is done in just underpants. Now, you see, I How do think you feel about that? this is, for me personally, it's a bit of a triumph. This show, obviously, you're listening to it in a podcast form. It could be any day of the week. But this show went out on a Tuesday. Um, and many, many months ago, I put forward as an idea to yourself um, and kind of courteous, courteously to our producer, Adem, not that he really has a say in it. Uh, I put forward the idea, Tops Off Tuesday. Um, and no one really went right. for it. Here we are, and you've gone even further. Annabelle, we're not making a night out of it. This is not Magaloof 1998, <laughs> Tops Off Tuesday. This is just heat and dealing with the situation, OK? But I thought, for full disclosure, for you, Richie, and for everyone about to listen to this show, I'm just in my pants. Hope you're cool with that. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Day two of uh, Bush and I being back together... But still separated, just for another three weeks, isn't it, until uh, you're back in with me at the uh, the beginning of September. I hope we make it that far. That's my only concern, fella, because I have to share with you, I don't have a very good track record at long-distance relationships. <laughs> You've not got a good average overall on that. There was a girl in the first year of university and she was from York and it was all going very well and then she decided uni wasn't for her and off she went and it was all still going to be fine and then it turned out not because oh. she didn't fancy having a Bournemouth versus York relationship. It's the beginning of that story was a bit like a Human League song, and I kind of liked it. It's a slightly morose ending to it. It's, there's something romantic, though, about long-distance relationships. And, I, you know, even these times when the songs are on, we can't see each other. So imagine, dear listeners, as you're listening to this, when the, when the music's on, Richie is looking through the blinds into the sky, wondering if I'm looking at the same cloud as him. 40-odd miles away here in Leon C. It's that kind of thing. And I think what would be lovely in this first hour of the show tonight is just to find out from people if you've ever had a long-distance relationship, whether it's like proper love or maybe you got married and you live far apart or work took you... Maybe you were working on an oil rig and your other half was a secretary up north. Whatever it is, <laughs> get in touch with the show tonight. If you've managed to sustain a long-distance relationship, we want to hear from you. You haven't been in Soho for a while, have you? There's no oil rigs around here, mate. <laughs> That's a good point. Would well, you know what I did? I, I, had a, I had a pen pal. Do you remember back in the day? I don't even know if this is a thing anymore. Do you remember you used to write airmail letters to people? We used to write on that really thin blue paper yes. and fold it up? Yes. Do you remember that? Yeah. I had a pen pal, a Swedish girl called Maria, used to write to her on a weekly basis. Was she on an oil rig? <laughs> Turned out in the end, yes, she was. <laughs> They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, Mike says, Richie, please get Bush to pronounce his T's. The year's 2020, not 2020. Mike, mate, I don't care about social distancing. This is, this is honestly true. I'm, I'm, this is not a, 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 an empty threat. I'll come around to your workplace and I'll put you in a headlock at lunchtime. 
<laughs> so when everyone else is going to lunch, Mike's on the floor. Why's Bush got him in a headlock? And you'll be like, Bush, slap the door. Your holiday has done you uh, a, a wonderful deal of good. I feel calm. I feel really <laughs> calm, actually. Uh, we are still apart for the next few weeks uh, until Bush is back in the studio with me in September. Uh, it's a long-distance relationship still for a while. How did they go for you? Lisa has a cautionary tale for us. She says, I lived in Hemel Hempstead. My boyfriend lived in Sunderland. Our work meant that we might only see each other every six months. The relationship only went south when we actually started living together. (laughs) That is the problem. Like, you have these little bits of time and it's all romantic, but when you, you know, when you finally, the the real kind of nuts and bolts of living living with each other, you might realise you don't actually get on that well. Uh, Bobby says, Oxfordshire and West Canada. Ten-hour flight each way was long distance for over seven months. Then she moved over. We got engaged after a year. Lasted over three years in total. Slightly anticlimactic ending there. <laughs> kind of wrapped up. These are great. Loving your long-distance relationship stories. Joe, how have they played out for you? Well, I was, um, I was, I was enga- engaged and due to marry a guy from Melbourne when I was at 19. He was working here for a while, but then he, um, he moved back to Australia and bought us a house, and then I decided I didn't want to go, um, which didn't go down too well. Um, and now I'm seeing another guy from Sydney. Oh, right, so it's a, it's an Aussie thing. You actually like the distance. Um, yeah, actually, it's quite nice, because you don't have to live with each other and argue about putting the bins out or ironing pants, which is quite nice. And, but, um, but you know what, though? Then, Going back to what we were saying a little bit earlier on, do you worry that if you were to spend any long period of time together that you might not get on as well as you would kind of hope or you suspect? Do you know what I mean? Definitely, without a shadow of a doubt. <laughs> That's a very honest answer. <laughs> <laughs> all, the, all the time, all the time we're apart when we're together, it's great fun and we crack on with it. But then there's no, yeah, it's fab- it's good actually. I quite like it. Well, listen, fantastic use of the phrase "crack on with it" uh, when you get together. That's <laughs> great. Thank you very much for that. We appreciate it. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute radio. Uh, Richie in the studio in central London with the air conditioning. Me, Bush here, sweating in just shorts in my top room here in Leon C. We haven't got childcare until September the 1st. And then we shall be reunited. Until then, it's kind of a long-distance relationship. And actually, can I just take uh, this moment to say hello to uh, Maria, my Swedish pen pal from back in the 90s. I don't know, maybe she listens to Absolute Radio internationally. Used to write to her on the blue airmail uh, letters, those really thin little notes. If you used to have a long-distance relationship, we want to hear from you on the show tonight. Craig on Twitter says, I met a girl at Download Festival in 2008. I lived in Devon. She lived in Birmingham. We've been together for 12 years and have two kids. What about that? There you go. Amazing. Uh, guys, I met my girlfriend Beth while on holiday watching England versus Germany in the 2010 World Cup. She lived in Spain. I lived in Liverpool. A year later, she moved to Bournemouth to live with family. This made things worse, as it was actually easier and cheaper to get to Spain than it was to Bournemouth. <laughs> ten, ten years later, we've just got engaged last month. And by the way, boys, Lampard's shot did cross the line. I, would, I was just going to say that, right? Wouldn't it be weird to have that moment, you know, when you when you first met, the thing that you tell your kids and your grandkids, marred by the fact that that ball was about two <laughs> feet over the line. Do you know what I mean? Uh, Graham from Grimsby says, I'd love a long-distance relationship. I've been married to my missus for 43 years, me to Dundee, uh... her to Johannesburg. There's always <laughs> Uh, Joe's hanging on. Tell us about yours, Joe. Where are you from? Uh, I'm from Poland. And where's your boyfriend? And he is from the UK. So the distance between the two of you is bigger than any we've... Uh, actually, no, Australia still just about beats that. But uh, So how long have you guys <laughs> been together? 
So, uh, yeah, we've been together now for six years and our long distance relationship was for four years. Okay, and you you mentioned in your text that um, you met on the internet, but you've been writing to each other with actual letters. And we haven't had anyone get in touch so far uh, tonight on the show that's done the old-fashioned letter writing. So you guys were properly writing to each other, yeah? We were, yeah. <laughs> so uh, we would write letters to each other, and uh, I quite liked him, so I thought, I'll put some perfume on my letter. Oh. And he actually liked oh. it. So then we Skyped and he liked me, I liked him. He came to Poland to visit me and that's how it started. Uh, this is meant to be a daft question. Does, so does perfume last in the post? If, if, if Bush sent me Steady. a perfume... <laughs> if Bush sent me a perfumed letter from Leon C, would it still smell nice tomorrow? I think so. I think it would. Wow, let's do it, Richie. I'll, I'll, I'll absolutely douse it in jupe <laughs> and send it over to you. What about that? Absolute Radio, one golden square, Soho. That will get there. Done. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. And now, a podcast extra. Here's Mike on long-distance relationships. So, yeah, so me and my partner, uh, we met in Portsmouth back in 2016, beginning of 2016. Um, She was in her final year at uni, and I had just started uh, my second phase of training for the Navy. Um, And we were seeing each other for about six months before she finished her final year and moved back home to the far end of Kent. Um, and then I got posted from training to my base now in Somerset. Wow. So it was about a 250-mile trip each way, um, and I was doing that about once a month, probably for about 18 months, 19 months. Wow. And, then, and you know, you know with, with, the, with the Army and the Navy and stuff like that, and you watch old war movies and there's soldiers sat on their bunk beds reading uh, letters from loved ones, do people still write to you when you're away or is it just video calls and stuff now? No, it, yeah, it's all video calls and text messages and everything. Mike, the nerd in me wants to know what car you were doing that journey in all that time and whether it was economical. <laughs> uh, it's a Ford, uh, yeah, Ford Fiesta um, 13 Red, so it's a fairly newer car, slightly more economically friendly and everything. A wise choice for a long-distance relationship. Yeah, I'm imagining it, Mike, driving around country lanes in the Mini that John Cleese was in in Clockwise. <laughs> <laughs> At high speed, no, nothing, hurtling nothing around. quite so fancy. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Uh, so I was on the Dave Barry Breakfast Show this morning talking about The Sims video game. Are you aware of The Sims, Richie? Have you ever played it back in the day? I'm now? aware of the game. I'm aware of what it's about. And because yeah. of that, I haven't started ever playing it because I think I'd be a sucker for it and it would not be good for my life. You like football manager. This exactly. is like other people manager. Do you know I what know. I mean? I know. I'd be, I'd be well into that. Well, the reason I was on this morning was that I put Dave and Matt into the house three years ago. It was a bit of a joke, so it was just a small-time thing. And it's got me thinking, right, why don't we do it again? Hopefully, we're all going to be getting back to normal fairly soon, and there's, there's, a, there's like some form of hope on the horizon. Why don't we do it again? One massive, absolute radio house. I can create it in the Sims universe on my eldest daughter Erin's PlayStation in this room <laughs> I'm actually broadcasting from at the moment. We'll call it Absolute Radio Towers, mm. put loads of bedrooms in it, and then fill it with all the absolute 
through radio staff and then virtually just let them see what happens. You know, who bunks with who? Uh, what facilities should be in the house? Is Leona allowed to park her motorbike on the property, etc.? It would certainly be um, an easier experiment to do virtually than in any form of reality whatsoever. Can you imagine? Can you imagine that in a million years? Can you imagine, no offence, she's a lovely girl, trying to live with Emma Jones on a daily basis and her unbelievable caveats of rules about what goes where and what <laughs> shampoo you're allowed to use and all that kind of thing. But she'd be fun in the house. Imagine that. Imagine her having a go at Glenn because he's accidentally used her Timothée. <laughs> Anything's possible. Uh, look, if you know more about The Sims than Bush and I do and uh, you, you've got any hints, uh, you've got any concerns or things we need to think about, this is now the time to... Get, uh, get in touch. You can tweet us at Absolute Radio. You can text us eight twelve fifteen as we create Absolute Radio Towers. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not Home Time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. So we've just unveiled our very ambitious uh, tech plan here on the Home Time Show. We're going to create a massive house in the video game The Sims. We're going to call it Absolute Radio Towers, fill it with all of the Absolute Radio staff, and just see what happens. Because, like, if you think about it, you mentioned um, Football Manager earlier on. Mm. People use Football Manager to try and predict what happens in the real world with uh, football games because yep. it's based on real facts and statistics, then surely the same can be said for how people w- would interact uh, in a fictional, hypothetical, virtual, absolute radio, massive house with all the staff in it. Wouldn't you think? I follow you on this, yes. You, I mean, you know more about it than I do, but I, it certainly seems to be a worthwhile experiment. Well, Sam Davis says, uh, speaking about Dave Berry and Matt Dyson, Dave in the bottom bunk, Matt in the top bunk. So they're they're bags in little bunk beds there. That that can be done. That's no problem at all. Lee Gabriel says, Leona can park her bike wherever the hell she likes. She's a badass. (laughs) I don't want Leona going around like bullying people in this house or whatever. We might have to make... She's got like she's got like ride-on like lawnmowers and stuff, isn't she, Leona? She's got this kind of fleet of items. My street hawk. My only concern is with you creating it on your facilities back at your place, we're all yeah. sort of trusting you that you're going to be entering things properly. What, what am I wearing in this? Well, this is it. I, I've built the house. The house is pretty much built. I give or take a few bedrooms to fit everybody in. Uh, all I've got to do now is create all the different characters. Now, for you, I had an outfit in mind. Right. Two outfits, really. One of them is a boiler suit. You know, like a boiler <laughs> suit you might get into a plate, like fly a jet in? Yeah. I, I like you in one of them. Do you? Or... Right. Uh, you, there you go. I'll, I'll put some perfume and send you a letter Thank as you. per earlier on. Or <laughs> uh, the other option or angle would be uh, you were wearing a very fetching Hawaiian shirt uh, during yesterday's show. Yes. So maybe Richie in a Hawaiian shirt, bit of party action. What about that? I love a bold print. Please make me in the Hawaiian shirt. Thank you very much. Do me one favour, though, right? Even though this is a virtual thing, you, you don't really have any control over your kind of uh, uh, project, projection of yourself in The Sims. Stay away from the garden in the evening. And if it gets a bit hot, you know what I mean? Please, don't do any of that nudie stuff. I can't promise. Absolute Radio. They are 
asked for a podcast, we told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Stewie says on Twitter, never mind The Sims, there's a BAFTA-winning TV series in here with this idea. Uh, he's referring to our plan to make a massive house in the video game The Sims, call it Absolute Towers, Absolute Radio Towers, and fill it with all the Absolute Radio staff. Who goes where? Who's allowed in? What are the ground rules? Are we going to allow a Leona into the situation? Anything goes, we're after your advice tonight, please. Sarah from Macclesfield texts, a friend of mine, brackets, I promise this was not me, used to trap her Sims in the swimming pool and take the ladders away until they got too tired and fell asleep, unfortunately meeting their untimely demise. Always worried me, that did. Who would that be in this particular fictional household? Would you, would you remember? I can't remember whether we talked about this on air or not now. Do you remember my sarsaparilla went missing? Do you remember that? I do, yes, yes. Did we ever say who we suspected it might be? We, we, never, we never said we on, never said. on air, and I, I, I still don't know whether now is the time to do that either. No. It's that person. That's the person who <laughs> takes the, the, uh, the ladders away. Watch this space. Oh, I'm increasingly uh, worried about this household. Uh, John says apparently Richie's sim doesn't need clothes after 10pm uh, we've dealt with that there will be although it does pixelate uh, if you get nude in the sims um, uh, Mark says I'll nominate Leona and Claire to whip you guys into shape uh, the Sturge there getting involved uh, Anthony says my daughter is an avid sims player suggests one lock the front door so no one can escape two get rid of the TV and the laptop three open a free bar an unlimited food buffet four give characters conflicting traits this is beyond me good luck adds Anthony <laughs> it could be interesting now management also want to say that thank you very much for your suggestion yesterday Bush of this uh, 10 hour uh, indie disco marathon on uh, bank holiday at the end of the month uh, to celebrate Absolute Radio 90's 10th birthday. They think it's a wonderful idea. Oh, that's nice. An all-dayer, a proper old-fashioned all-dayer. Do you know what I mean? Uh, Ten till eight were the times that you put forward yesterday, weren't they? That's the time that I've been tweeting about. Uh, yeah. That's going to be put on the T-shirts and stuff like that as well, yes. Uh, the don't press print on those T-shirts yet because they, they want to move it forward to nine in the morning till seven in the evening. Still 10 hours. How can they? How can they? Because you are doing the... We've discussed this. You're doing the breakfast show beforehand. We're doing a high five, socially distanced on the way, yep. passing each other at 10 o'clock, and off I go on me Indie Disco. My breakfast show's been shortened to finish at 9 o'clock so that your Indie Disco can start at 9 and run till 7 in the evening. Oh, brilliant. So I'm like uh, busting the gut to get in early whilst you're having a croissant on the train back to where an hour earlier than normal. This is unbelievable. The plot thickens, folks. They've moved it prime time. Look at it that way. Home time with Bush and Richie. More, more, more. How do you like it? How do you like it? More, more. Do you like it? It's all because Tesco Mobile is the only network to give you double data with Club Card Plus at no extra cost for six months when you join or upgrade on selected tariffs. It's all good. Uh, let's speak to our contestant on the line right now. We have Daryl. How are you doing, Daryl? I'm good, thanks. How are you? We are well. Where are you, You're named Darryl? after my... Where are you, my friend? I'm in Doncaster. Daryl, you're named after my favourite 80s movie. Do you remember the 80s movie called Daryl, which it was uh, stood for Data Analyzing Robot Youth Life Form? It was a boy that was a robot. 
yeah, yeah, it's good, yeah. good to be honest, that. He gets mentioned to me quite a lot, that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry, Darren. <laughs> he got you down there. Absolutely brutal. Yeah. Uh, right, Daryl, let's, let's explain some... I enjoyed that. Uh, let's explain oh. some rules. Uh, we got all these prizes up for grabs. Couldn't be easier to win them. Uh, we're going to read out every prize we have, and when you say stop, you get to keep what we've listed off. Uh, but, of course, there's a catch. There is a timer. We don't know how long is on that timer or when it runs out. If you haven't stopped and the timer goes off, you lose everything, uh, you'll know the time is up because you'll hear this. Hello? Hello? What do you want? Does that make sense? Wow. <laughs> well, I understand what it means. <laughs> Good. Uh, right, remember to say the word more and we will keep listing off prizes and stop when you want to claim your haul. Let's play more, more, more. <laughs> Right, ten cans of baked beans. More. Club card plus for six months. More. Google Nest Mini to listen to Absolute Radio on. More. An 11-inch Apple iPad Pro. More. 24-pack of toilet roll. More. A variety multi-pack of crisps. Stop. Oh. <laughs> oh. Hey, well, listen, well done, Daryl. You bagged a variety pack of crisps, 24-pack toilet rolls, an 11-inch Apple iPad Pro, Google Nest Mini to listen to Absolute Radio's Hometime Show on, a club card plus for six months, and ten cans of baked beans. Excellent. But what could it have been? I'm here to tell you, Daryl, it could have also been a GoPro Hero 7, a cuddly toy, 40 quid from oh. our friends at Tesco Mobile, Robert's Revival, Uno, Dab Radio, five of Tesco's finest pizzas, a selection of board mm. games, ten bottles of orange squash for all the family, an Xbox One with two games, and plants and pots to jazz up your home. Hello? Oh. Hello? What do you want? Congratulations, Daryl. How do you feel? It's all thanks to Tesco Mobile. How are you feeling on this Tuesday night after hearing about that amazing haul of prizes that you've just managed to grab? Yeah, it's not a bad afternoon's work, to be honest. It's, it's better than a normal day. Done very well. Every day a week. Good lad. Well, listen, lovely to speak to you. Stay cool tonight. The uh, Tesco Mobile is the only network to help you feed the family for less by giving you Club Card Plus and no extra cost for six months. If you want to play more, more, more and be as excited there as Daryl clearly is, <laughs> register online now. Plus, you've got the chance to win £2,000 cash thanks to Tesco Mobile. Head to our website, Absolute Radio slash win. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's the Hometime Show with Bush and Richie. This is Absolute Radio on a Tuesday night. Good to have you lot on board. It's time for an hour of unplanned radio collectively flying by the seat of our pants. It's time for the Tuesday Tombola. So look, if you've not heard this show before and you don't know how this works, we have a gold Tombola. Inside it are 100 ping pong balls, numbered 1 to 100. It's a clever system. Uh, each it? of those numbers uh, is assigned to a topic for the final hour of this show. We don't know what it's going to be. We spin the Tombola, pick out a ball, decide what we're all going to talk about. But 
by the way, this this, this isn't um, this isn't laziness. This is bravery. Absolutely, and it's a good job you've made that clear. Some people will they might read it the wrong way. Yeah, no, this this is not laziness. This is this is brave radio. Uh, for the last four months, the Tombola has lived in the bedroom of our producer, Adem, in uh, Tooting, uh, the uh, Tooting bull botherer himself. Uh, the Tombola is reunited, Bush, with us this evening for the first time. Oh, it's, how is how's Adem dealing with the fact that... Because I felt like towards the, the last couple of weeks, he was getting a little bit chippy and chipping in a bit and feeling like he was like a, a cape-wearing comedy character in his own right. How does he feel that he's having this role taken away from him? It's like um, uh, Debbie McGee just being put on the sidelines a bit during a magic act, isn't it? Do you know what I, I mean? would, I'm looking at him right now across this desk, and I have to say... Brooding. He looks like he's, he's brooding. Happy. No, he's not he's happy. Not, he's not it's happy. a bad vibe, isn't it? Right, let's give this a spin. You haven't spun this for a while, have you? No, I haven't. I haven't. It looks like he's oiled it up well. It's spun. It's got a yeah, good action. Spin it with more love. Uh, no, it's right. fine. Your microphone's off, all right? Just, yeah. There. Okay. Right, it's ball number... Ball number 16. Have ball you got 16. an invention? Have you got an invention? Oh, now listen, right? My dad believes. My dad Nigel believes that he invented screen a vision in vision telly before they actually came out with it. You know, you can see what's going on the other channel. He always goes on about it. So, if you've invented something, you would like to step in front of Richie and I and the whole Absolute Radio audience and pitch it. Maybe something like that might end up on Dragon's Den. That's one thing. But if you've had an invention that someone else has gone on to invent and you've never got the credit for it, we want to hear about that as well. Now, look, if you are going to get in touch, at least attach your name to your invention because. Because glory awaits. This text bush has come in with no name attached to it, but it's caught my eye. Quite simply says, the double-ended washing peg. What do you reckon? Do you know when you said glory awaits? I thought that was her name, glory awaits. <laughs> what a great name that would be. But the double-ended washing peg, I'm trying to think of why that would be, because normally most things are invented to solve a problem or, mm-hmm. or get rid of something that's annoying. Why would you do that? Well, I guess with the double-ended washing peg, I mean, it's not my invention, but if you've put... Say, for example, you've got a T-shirt on one end yeah. of the washing peg, uh, randomly on the other end, I don't know, a nice uh, camisole or something or other on the other end of the peg, and then yeah. what you're doing is you're then balancing them across the line. So two items of clothing are then balanced right. on one peg. I'm not sure. I think Gloria's going to have to get back in touch and explain her invention because it's not working for me. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Uh, brilliant text earlier on, just kind of shouted an invention at us, didn't say a name, just says double-ended washing peg. And we were trying to come up with what the hell was that about. He's now clarified. Uh, he says, sorry, guys, I was in a hurry. My name is Chris. I'm the inventor. The double-ended peg works whichever way you hold it, so you don't have to look at the bag. You always get a peg the correct way round. What about that? Um, yeah, I just... I, I don't want to be rude. I like it. I think it's a little bit underwhelming. He's, he's invented a solution for a problem I've never had with a peg. Well, Chris, uh, Richie, has, uh, he's put the downer on your invention. Please get back in touch. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. Uh, right, Lloyd's hanging on. What's yours? Yeah, so a friend of mine uh, and, and I came up with this idea years ago of uh, kebabby cabbies. <laughs> so um, on, on a, if you've been on a night out and, uh, you know, 
you may be feeling a little worse for wear, um, you can get into a taxi, and it probably have to be like a big eight-seater one or something, and a couple of seats are taken out, and there's a guy there with like a, you know, a donna meat maybe spinning, and uh, <laughs> you can get a taxi and a kebab in one, cut out in the middle, man. <laughs> amazing. What an amazing idea. So you almost have the kebab delivered directly to you rather than you stumbling around town trying to find one. Well, yeah, exactly. You know, you, 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 get a, you get a taxi home and then you're, like, sitting on the sofa. You, you, you maybe bring up to get one delivered. You look like 45 minutes away, aren't you? You know, you start, start falling asleep by that point. Lloyd, I'm going to play so, the part of uh, Tuka Suleiman here if this was uh, Dragon's Den and just come back with you a question here. Obviously, if you've had a little bit to drink and you're in a taxi anyway, you could be worse for wear, you could be thrown up in the taxi. If you chuck in a kebab in a moving vehicle as well. Are you not increasing your chances of some kind of vomit comet? I mean, well, maybe you, you, you're not allowed to open it until you depart the vehicle, maybe? I, I say like to that. you, got you've ground not rules. thought this through properly, and uh, it, for me, I'm afraid I'm out. I'm doing Deborah Meaden's thing. I'm just doing that weird thing with my hands, but I'm not really saying anything. <laughs> Deborah loves the fab on the way, on the way home after a night out. We can't speak for Deborah Meaden, I'm afraid. <laughs> Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Get yourself home with Hometime. Uh, wake up in the mornings, get in with the Dave Berry Breakfast Show. They're back on your radio tomorrow morning when you wake up. They're trying to set Matt Dyson up with a Wikipedia page. More on that tomorrow uh, on the show. Ball 16 came out of our Tombola tonight for Tombola Tuesday. The topic, have you ever had an invention? Steve has texted and is claiming that he's come up with an idea for secure card payment way before somebody invented chip and pin a few years later. He is claiming that he invented chip and pin before it even happened. Could have been a millionaire. Will says, Bush and Ritchie, nine years ago, I had the idea for Deliveroo whilst lying on the lounge of my mate's flat very hangover. Let me say that again, very hungover. Uh, we wanted to go out for some breakfast, but due to our state, we could barely move. I said there should be a service where freelancers can deliver food from cafes and restaurants that don't usually do deliveries. My mate told me it was a stupid idea that would never work. I regularly remind him of the fortune he has prevented me from having. A mixed bag of inventions that we have had through from you tonight on the Tuesday Tombola. Rick, we've got time for yours. What have you invented? Well, uh, prescription uh, car windscreen. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, I just want to make sure I heard that correctly. You mean prescription car windscreens, as in prescriptions yeah, yeah. that you have for your glasses and stuff? Yeah, so you don't have to take your glasses with you to drive. And also, if any car thieves try and get away with your car, they're not going to be able to drive it because uh, they won't be able to see properly. So, yeah. <laughs> Bush, I don't know about you. Obviously, you and I both uh, wear glasses to drive. What do you yeah. think? Yeah. Well, the weird thing is, quite frequently, I have a passenger in the car with me. I'm not sure about you. I think they might feel a bit giddy going down the M5 with that lens, my lenses in particular. I hadn't thought about passengers. I'm too selfish. I thought it was a great idea. I love it. Yeah, Do you know what, with the strength the strength that my glasses are, mate, if I set off driving and it's a sunrise, they're going to get literally my eyes burnt out. So you've got to be careful, <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> Rick, yeah, there's, yeah, fair comment. Yeah, there's fair something enough. in it. We love it. Yeah. Rick, did you ever take it any further? Did you ever, you know, approach anyone with this business idea or anything or this invention? No, it's still in the early stages, but you never know. Rick, um, I'm, you know, maybe getting in touch with, uh, you know, auto windscreens and 
spec savers do a bit of a joint uh, venture. I think that's what you need to do. You yes. need to book like a meeting yeah. room in a, uh, a hotel yeah. on a business park somewhere, <laughs> invite the yeah. head of spec savers, invite the head of auto windscreens, get them in and say, right, my name's Rick, here's the idea, let's make lots of money. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Maybe I should pitch it to a dragon or something. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. So a question I need to ask at the end of the podcast then, how has it been broadcasting in just your pants? Do you know what, right, this sounds gross, and I don't mean this in a bad way, right, but don't, do you like it sometimes when you get a bit smelly and you kind of love your own smell? No. <laughs> I, I'm a bit, I'm a bit pongy because it's quite sweaty, and I'm just in my pants. I feel like I've gone back to, you know what I mean, like back to primeval, like a, like a, right at the very beginning of man. That's what I feel like. I've gone back to basics. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I've, I'm wondering whether you're actually uh, dehydrated, getting a little bit delusional, and um, we need to let you go. I'll have a glass of water. Hence wins the hometown show. The boys have left the studio. But let me be your guarantor that hometown will be back for more. Push and Richie on the radio. They'll be back again tomorrow. Pass a music interview. Subscribe, Richie.